everybody doing? All right. Got fun at Comic Con? No? Okay, it's all right. Did y'all get to see any famous people besides us? Pops up in your head as these guys are talking about it. 
feel free to raise your hands, jump up, uh, do semaphore, whatever you want to do to signal you have a question, and we'll take it as they're talking. Uh, don't just go yelling out questions, but we will absolutely take your questions as they're coming along. Uh, anyways, these guys have a lot of good advice. They've been doing this for a while. Uh, I fortunately get to join these guys every now and then on the occasional podcast. Uh, so if you want to ask me something, go for it. Uh, otherwise, uh, everybody here has a whole wealth of knowledge. Uh, so we're going to let them get started what they have to say about their podcast and starting your own and doing well at all that uh, stuff. Otherwise, um, feel free to jump up whenever. Uh, but we'll get started kind of down the line uh, with whatever these guys have to say. So we'll start with uh, Angel, Damon. I suggested calling the podcast Angels and Damons, but they... <laughs> They shot it down very quickly. Yeah, I suggest yeah, that to me. Yeah, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't kicked back and forth, but uh, got shot down immediately. Uh, but talk about your experiences so far uh, with podcasting, with your exposure of you know not only to the public about you know what what people give you feedback on, but what what you like talking about on your podcast. Exactly. And, and um, that's that's really the biggest thing because I'm sure everybody here listens to podcasts and is aware of them. There's thousands, maybe almost millions of them out there. There's a lot of podcasts. And the biggest thing to do is to make it fun for yourself. You're not going to right off the bat get a whole bunch of listeners, so you need to find something that you enjoy talking about. There's the topics of everything out there. William over here does his zombie one. Uh, Pop Pod is just talking about pop culture, comic books, everything we love talking about. And Lawyer and Anne is really pretty, just Mike and I and Katie right there, uh, sitting around and just you know, hanging out with people and loitering in parking lots and recording it. So you just do what you have fun doing and you keep doing it and yeah. the listeners will come. We have three very different stylized podcasts yeah. uh, represented up here tonight. The Pop Pod, as David said, is all popular culture. It deals with the comic books, video games, music, movies, TV shows, whatever is current, uh, something that's happening at the time or whatever is on their mind. You know, the whole this came up on Netflix, all that stuff. Uh, that's what we talk about on the Pop Pod. For Loitering In, it, it takes place around various locations around the Austin area. Uh, they interview local artists, directors, actors, creators, uh, and strangers, and, and people strangers, and people that just happen up on the parking lots. And all uh, friends from high school. It's, it's kind of a game show because they give away prizes to uh, if whoever guesses where they recorded it first. Uh, and then the Zombie Life podcast is, you know, zombie centric, clearly. It's, 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 it's niche. Very, very clever, uh, sort of, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's nasty, it's, it's gritty. That's what it is. It's awesome, that's what it is. It's awesome. <laughs> in a word, awesome. Uh, but you had a question, sir, in the orange. Reading something now. That's you, Mr. Smith. Hey, you had a question. Just making sure of something. That's all right. So, I, I, I thought about doing a podcast mostly around um, And uh, the, the thing that I find difficult is, like you said, you have to do something that you enjoy. Exactly. You're just talking to yourself. Yeah. So I want to know when it comes to the cost of doing a podcast. At what point should I start getting the expensive microphones? The um, get like a soundproof room, all those kind of things. So it is not anything distracting from my voice on the podcast. At what point do you decide? Okay, I need a budget. So uh, so the pop pod is recorded in Damon's house. Uh, we do that there regularly, and we just we talk about whatever's on our minds. Um, no less than two or three occasions has a dog walked into the studio, <laughs> audibly farted, <laughs> and left. Uh, so we're there to 
suffer the consequences of a dog farting during the podcast, and it just sounds like we've been mustard gassed halfway through the podcast. <laughs> so it's, it's you, you have to realize that you're low budget for a while, and it's kind of, you know, yeah, it has a lot to do with, on, you know? with, you know, what your style's gonna be, like. A lot of the things, like a lot of the noises that come up in recording, you can fix in editing. So I wouldn't worry too much about the soundproof room, you know, anything, if sometimes tapping a table will make a noise on every podcast. And these are things, that there's, apps out there that will help you that can take all that out so i wouldn't worry too much about that just start podcasting get as many as you could in like right away i did have a follow-up question real quick i wanted to find out about the video game sector they have things like twitch another app that's yeah basically put their stuff out there so how do you with the podcaster gender coming first and twitch coming afterwards the twitch now having an audience now how do you get some of that audiences on twitch back to podcasts and that's what so I actually I actually stream so that's something that I do on my free time that's something that's live whoever's watching you you inform them you let them know where your podcast is at you put a you can put a link in the chat every you can make it to where every minute every minute and a half that link will pop up and so they know exactly where to go it's you can have like a watermark too right on, yeah, on the yeah, you, you can, can actually put a watermark on your stream so they know what where to go for all your content. Yeah. And then even just self-promoting, I mean, that's what a lot of podcasting is. You gotta, you know, you gotta really enjoy what you're doing and be willing to self-promote yourself. And while you're podcasting, if you got some people watching your Twitch or some people listening to your podcast, you promote both of them while you're doing it. That's about 90% of it. Okay. Maybe 98% of it. <laughs> <laughs> you really gotta promote yourself. So. Got a question over there? Next question. Uh, we, have, we have podcasters just topped 100 episodes and nice congratulations right on and it's been really fun and you know we started with a phone we moved up to like a little four channel mixer my thing is my goal is to get 100 downloads per episode the week of it you know posting you guys have any like we use twitter and facebook yeah. and i run my mouth off about it to my friends <laughs> and all that do you guys have any uh advice on promotion and drawing in an audience and getting the you know the likes on facebook and to your page and all that william's going to be the best reference for that what, what i've done is i've incorporated the fans of the show to go to, to go do it themselves and so those people get so into what the show is about they actually go out and do some some of their own interviews and they tell their friends and they tell their friends and they tell their friends and so everybody has and it's an open forum just like this talk so you have an ability, anyway, this is how I set mine up. You have the ability to go out and interview yourself. Some people do it with an iPhone, or some people just call in, or they'll tell their friends, and then they actually become part of the show. And, and it just, it's a domino. It just knocks them down. I was, I was sorry, I was gonna say, you just gotta use and abuse every social media outlet out there. That's, <laughs> that's there's, what, like 30? Including today. Yeah. 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 What's the name of your podcast? It's the Rook and Dave show. That's Rook and Dave show. Hey, well, all three of us will mention it next time. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. We'll, we'll see get y'all back, too. <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask people that you actually know. Say, hey, please share this one. Exactly. You have 200 people on your site. Well, those people are going to have stickers. They share it. I just had somebody share it. I shot it from like 70 or 80. I just got like 30. So they shared it to me. Right. I literally steal my friend's phones at work and like it. One 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 thing we share it. I literally do not work in a bar, so it's like, hey, bar customer that I see 
once a week, give me your phone. I'm going to go in here and like and share. <laughs> he just goes, hey, I'm out of minutes. Can I do this real quick? Yeah, sure, send a text. <laughs> People, I have nine emails right now about this podcast. One funny thing we did with the... Uh, Pretty much the biggest people here were those those buying kids that were here the whole time. Well, our booth, Milton Migration, was right next to them. We took a picture of their booth before everybody got there, and we're like, oh, we're out here at Comic-Con, hashtag all of them, we put Milton Migration's pop on board name. We got like five followers right after that. Like, so, <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta be shameless and just do, do what you gotta do. <laughs> that's, that's something I've learned is the hashtags. Yeah, it makes a big difference. And usually like a one tweet will get us eight to ten downloads or something yeah. like that. And one thing we do with Loiter and Ann to get people involved is, like I said, we loiter in random places. And when I when we do the interview and my editing, I bleep out the name of the restaurant. And if you the first person to email us or tweet us and guess the restaurant we're at, I'll eat, I'll send them a T-shirt or I'll send them some prizes. Everybody can win prizes doing it. And then we get people, you know, they'll email us. We've had a few guests of the, or fans of the podcast who became guests on the show, and then they go and tell their friends because they're not always on, you know, they're not always in this, so they're telling everybody they know. So it's just get people involved. Have one or two guys who win half the contest because they're just yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And, just, and at the beginning too, at the beginning too, it was just a trouble to get people to respond, you know. But yeah, you start to see the same people over and over again. But it's just good to get it out there. No matter if they did do it again, just keep sending them, and they'll tell their friends about it. Yeah, if you're looking for popularity for anything you're doing, publishing in terms of podcasting, in terms of getting your name out there, you cannot hold a grudge against hashtags because. 75% of your population uh, who's going to latch on to whatever it is you're publishing is going to be because of a hashtag. Yeah. Social it's media be intensely based upon this one little word, not the, the, the funny post you did on Twitter or Facebook or anything, it's going to be about the hashtag. So don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't, don't feel shame about saying, uh, hashtag YOLO. Even if it's ironic, just, just do it. If you think it's going to get a few more, that's how you get the, the ball rolling. Yeah. Social media might be the most you know self-involved thing to do, but it's what you got to do to get your name out there. I'm literally going to do some of that right now. It's going to selfie all of us right now. There's no shame happening right now. See? I was going to say and people like to hear their own names too. So if you find people that are on Twitter, on Facebook, that follow the show, remember who they are. Write them down before you do your show and then mention their name and where you saw them and, and, and organize a little bit. Make sure that's important to them too. So whenever they hear their name, they tell their friends and they come back and they become, they become followers from that point on. That's something we started doing and we, we, most of our interaction is via Twitter. Yeah. And it's, it's really fun giving feedback, reading out tweets and we do a segment called Kelsey the Tweet Mystery, where I just okay. read funny tweets and stuff like that. And it's, it's been working out really well. We've noticed it's been growing steadily. Like yeah. we, we have about 50 to 60 a week, mm -hmm. but we, I want to get that up to 100. So there's there's some podcasts out there that I literally don't know how they did it, other than having a corporation bump them up, like Joe Rogan or something like yeah. that. So it, it's an excellent show, but I mean, how do they? do that unless they have somebody going out and they have a team that does it. So there's another podcast I listen to a lot. It's called ZombieCast and somehow they got adopted um, by uh, AMC's The Talking Dead and so they're they're the podcast for them. So they go to all the different cons and they meet everybody from The Walking Dead and everything. And somehow they fell into that too. I mean they're on the East Coast and so it might be easier for them to meet yeah. those people. But uh, 
it's, it's not that hard to, to get your name out there. The real challenge is to get people to talk about your name after it's out there. Yeah. And, and the a big thing is, don't be afraid to tweet or directly communicate with people you think are way out of your league. Okay. Yeah. And, and talk to some local celebrities, talk to some national celebrities, just start communicating with them and say, you know what? I don't, I think Michael Rooker was here this past weekend, maybe he's not busy on Tuesday. Right. And just, you know, talk to whoever you think you, you want to have on your podcast, ideally, and just don't stop doing it. And so, you know, maybe I'm so impressed by their integrity. They, they might be annoyed because they get so much fan mail every day, but it's it's going to yeah, guarantee they're not going to be on your podcast if you don't contact them. All they can so, say is no. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's the worst they can say is, sorry, sorry I'm busy, or you have to stay within 500 yards away from me. <laughs> like, I'm a big fan of sci-fi, so I watch Sci-Fi Channel, you know, or, or on Hulu or something. So, uh, Ray Canella is the guy who launched the Sci-Fi Channel, you know, and now he's got another channel on YouTube, it's called Screenbox TV. So, I thought it would be cool to talk to that guy, so I found out who was in charge of his promotional team. Got a hold of them, and they contacted Ray Canella, and then before I know it, he calls me on the phone at home, wants to be on the show. And so it, it, it is a hit and miss, and out of the 10 emails that I send out, because I have a new person on, on the show every every single weekend, we talk about horror movies and zombies, conspiracy, whatever's out there. Um, out of about 10 emails, 15 emails, I'll get one or two nits, you know, and then I have to organize that and make sure that I have time to, to even do that, you know, but it's a hustle, but man, people love it, and, and we love to do it, so. It's cathartic. Yeah. On the topic of, uh, on the topic of getting people to participate, I want to thank y'all for asking questions. So right here, here you go. <laughs> we, got, we got a few more goodies for everybody to keep asking questions. Hashtag thank you. Yeah. Questions, <laughs> questions equals t-shirts. Any other questions, any other interest going on? Yes, sir. There we go. I don't know if I can make it that far. <laughs> You you got to realize when you're recording anything, when you're you're um, doing a podcast, when you're making a movie, when you're making a song, there's a there's a trigger in your brain where am I still doing what I wanted to do or is it filler? And when you start to feel, I'm, I'm just killing time right now, it doesn't need to be an hour, it doesn't need to be 45 minutes, it just needs to cover the point and cover everybody's objectives, what we're talking about. We could talk about Winter Soldier, thanks for reminding me. Uh, we can talk about Winter Soldier, we can talk about Iron Man 3, whatever it is we're talking about. And then when we feel we're done, we're done, move on to something else. Yeah, that, that's uh, where topic becomes a big point. If you are talking about something that you truly care about, you can talk for an hour, hour and a half. Easy. And that's the key. Like for us, we talk about pop culture, so we can go an hour, an hour and a half, and we'll realize sometimes we've gone an hour and forty-five, and like holy crap, it's yeah. way too long. But just make sure you're talking about something you care about, and people can hear it. They can hear if you care. Just like you said, it, it'll sound like filler. It'll sound kind of boring, to be honest with you. Yeah. And if you want to hear somebody ramble about something, they just go up to you know, a random person in the grocery store and ask about the weather. But it's just, <laughs> this is the podcast, this is for a purpose. You know, we, we talk about exactly what it is we're supposed to do with, with the beginning of each podcast. And, I mean, do you guys have any triggers that go off in your head? Like, I'm talking too much, I'm doing this. On, on doing? the complete opposite spectrum, our podcast, Lawyer Name, is kind of different than everything. We're interviewing people, we go as long as we want until the guest you can tell is done, but telling stories and things, and I fix it all in editing. 
You know, we can have a conversation and we can have a five minute gap, but it doesn't matter because then another story comes up. And then in editing, I'll take like a, I'll take like a, I'll, honestly, we've recorded for over three hours before and edited down to an hour and 15 minutes or, you know, an hour and a half. It just, and you can tell in editing in that process too, you know, where it needs to stop and if this is just dead air or if this doesn't need to be in the story, you know, in the podcast. So you, there's a lot of different ways you can find that. Exactly, yeah. We've done that before. Like we did an interview with the whole a whole rock band and there was four of them there and we're getting stories from everybody in the middle. If y'all to get off a little off top, we're having the after party at Sherlock's Burning 183 and they're gonna be playing as the Knights of Darkness. But there was the whole band was there and they all told stories and then we broke it down and that was you know, that was long, but then I edited it down to you know to fit to make sense. Post is your friend. Huh? Post is your friend. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can always fix it in post. Yes, sir. Say, so, do you have a, a set schedule that you plan out in advance? What sort of pre-production do you do in order to, to, to do it in batches and then schedule out later on? I think a lot of it is, there's three different answers you had, right? Yeah. I think for us, it has to feel fluid. The conversation has to feel like it's something natural coming from us because it's opinion. You know, and some of it we have passionate opinions about it. So for us, we'll have a set schedule. We're going, we're for sure going to talk about this, talk about this, talk, talk about this. How we get there, it just has to be fluid. It just has to be part of the conversation. I was going to say, when you're doing them in advance, rather than saying I'm going to have, I'm going to do recording on Tuesday, I'm going to do, okay. do a batch of them and then release them later on. How do you handle that? And that's we, what we do. That's exactly how I do. Yeah. I, I mean, my shows, I have them, I literally, I have a calendar on my phone, and so whenever I find somebody that will be on the show or they call me to be on the show, um, I, I schedule it out. So I have all of this month and next month recorded already. And so it gives me a little bit of time for new new uh, news to come up, and so I can talk about news and then edit that with some music or a new opening or ending and, and fillers. Mine is uh, based on news, and so I'll, I'll I'll have somebody on the show and we'll talk about conspiracy or zombies, you know, the newest movie that comes out or whatever. Um, and, and it is recorded sometimes all the way up to a month, two months beforehand. But it's, it's easy for me to, uh, to put them out every single Friday, every single Friday night or Saturday. Every one of mine is an hour long. I've got like 15 minutes, 20 minutes opener and then I've got like an like a eight minute closer. I did a, a lot of morning, uh, afternoon, and drive time and weekend radio with Clear Channel several years ago. And I learned that de depending on who your target is, who, who you want to listen to your show, um, what they are programmed to listen to. And so mine is programmed to listen to half of it on the way to work and half of it on the way home. So I'll, I'll say drive time or I'll say, have you heard this song? You know, if it's something that the people that I think are listening to my show listen to. So mine are all pre-recorded that way. And ours, and especially like he has a lot of guests too. And so when you're scheduling with guests, a lot of times it's on that schedule. Now ours is fairly new. And so I built up about six episodes before I started releasing them. And I was releasing one, one every week. And then like you can, when you're talking to guests ahead of time, you're actually setting schedules and it's a lot of just playing ahead. And like up, coming up to Comic-Con, we had three artists who made their own comic books and did you know, pop culture stuff like that. And I set them up to all be three in a row leading up to Comic-Con. So you can, you know, 
you'll be able to set schedules like that and then that kind of dictates when you release them and how many you have at a time. I try and keep three done at a time, that way I can release one you know, every two weeks and it stays pretty up to date because we'll talk about current events and different things like that. I like it once a week. I heard from a buddy of mine who really uh, likes listening to podcasts that it's almost like waiting for your favorite show if you enjoy it. Every week, you know, it's going to be on. Ours comes on every Tuesday. You know, you have your intro song and that's kind of like, all right, here it is. I'm ready for this. And it's every week you look forward to it. So even if I have like 10 already recorded, I'll wait and release them every week. And then every now and then, every now and then you want to have a break, you know, because if you're doing it, you know, recording one every week for a year, it gets kind of, you know, everything gets old after a while. So you can build up a bunch, take a little break, and just release them over time. For us, we sometimes we'll do we'll record two in a week or once a month. For us, a lot of it's dictated on news, as far as like pop culture news or you know stupid things that happen in pop culture, things like that. And so there's been times where we recorded two of them in one week and I released them the same day and they were just two separate things and for us luckily we've been lucky enough that our whole following will download both of them right then and there. So it's kind of a, depends on the pop pod in particular about um, what's current because uh, last year was a big year for uh, movies featuring guys in robot suits. Yeah. Uh, the Wolverine, uh, Iron Man 3, Elysium, it's just a big, big year for guys in robot suits. And so if you're trying to cover a specific thing and release it within relevancy period, you, you have to keep that in mind. But if it's a general conversation, something you can have that's just a, you know, a, a common idea, it's not necessarily based on that week's news, it's not going to be dated in a month. Yeah, hang on, go and release yeah. it later on. And we take big breaks for, uh, for like events. Like last year, we, we went to New York Comic Con and we took a big break to uh, uh, pretty much try to get all that we did there in one podcast. And we, then we released it like two months later. Yeah. But we had, we had backup ones that we, had, that we released after that. Yeah. Another thing too is um, podcasting is the new, the new media. For, for audio entertainment. So every DJ that I know, from, from coast to coast, any different country that I know, somebody that's actually on air right now, they also have a podcast where they have a podcast in the works. So podcasting is what people want to hear because radio is so restricted now. You can, all, you can only do what the corporations are allowed to do. You know, so, so podcasting is, is the medium that people are turning to and that's why it's becoming so popular because radio is, I mean, truth be told, back in like 89 or maybe 90, 91 is when DJs truly had the, that's when the end, they ended the right for DJs to just play whatever they wanted to. So now whenever you call in and say, I want to hear this song from, you know, Tiffany or whatever, then, uh, then if, it's, if it's an 80s station, they know that that's on their rotation. And so they know that it's going to play. So it makes you feel like they're playing your song because you requested it. But, but the reality is that DJ doesn't get to do what they want to do, so they have a podcast. Now, Eddie, I have a question for you. Were you one of the guys who requested Tiffany? You could work. You can be honest. <laughs> when I talked to Ray Canell, I was talking to you about uh, the guy who launched the Sci-Fi Channel, right? So yeah. On the Sci-Fi Channel, you find all kinds of uh, actors, you know, that you might have forgotten about or whatever, or singers from back in the 80s or even the 70s, and they'll show up in some weird 
outfit on a movie, you know? So Ray Canella told me on the last interview that I had with him that Tiffany is fighting, what's that other, that other chick? Only in a dream, you know? Yeah, so they literally fight, they strip down a fight on screen, and that was the big, not totally strip. So Sci-fi 1990s U was just in heaven. It's still, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. is it not 1990s still? <laughs> so yeah. Um, even better, they quoted each other's songs very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They were the original Inception. Yeah. Oh, 
really whatever it is you're going for with your with your podcast. Uh, seriously, you guys have a wealth of information. We got plenty of time for more questions and more T-shirts. Yeah, another one in the back. Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm aware that at least I assume that first and foremost, those who you know, you guys, those of us, uh, the audience who podcast, do it first and foremost out of love, right? Something that we enjoy doing, want to share it with others. However, somewhere in the back of our minds, there's probably that idea of monetizing the thing that we like to love. So, and the thing we like to do. So, I'd like to ask you guys what you have yeah, done. In the blue Sorry. If anything, to monetize your podcast, find sponsors, some of the challenges of that. Right. I think uh, Eddie phrased it pretty well about um, current uh, uh, radio being sold out and corporatized. It's true, though, because in the, in the 90s, we had, it was essentially the last piracy we had, you know, where it's right. just going, play the song right now, you got it, and it would go on. But when you have a podcast, you go, I know they're going to talk about something I like. So every time you tune in, it's not the exact song, but it's the same genre. You go, I know they're going to, they're going to address something I want to hear, something I want to talk about, something I can see myself talking to somebody else about. And that's, that's, and you know, you've already downloaded the podcast, so you have this kind of piracy. You can skip through the commercials. You don't need to right. listen to it and buy other stuff. I mean, in, in terms of, of monetizing it, I mean, making money off something you love is everybody's goal, but where do you guys see that in your futures? Uh, one thing is, you gotta, like we were saying before, you get yourself out there. One big thing we did is we signed up for this Comic Con. We signed up for this panel, and we're getting our name out there. Just having a booth here, uh, we're here with our company, Melted Mind Creations, booth 1214, you'll see us. <laughs> um, we had people walk by and said, oh, podcasting is new. People are getting used to it, and more promoters are wanting to use it. So we had a guy who promotes with a lot of movie theaters and stuff in town and said, hey, we're looking for people to live podcast it, you know, the premiere of this next movie coming up, would y'all be willing to? do it and we only got that because we're putting ourselves out there I mean it's gonna it costs a lot to be up to you know to get your own booth but it's stuff you work towards and you know once you're just putting yourself out there more and letting people know letting people get aware of you and depending on who you use to publish your podcasts they will tell you when you're ready for advertising so a lot of that is bad like for us we use Libsyn and one of the big things is once you hit a certain amount of listens Per, on a, I think on a monthly basis, they'll let you know that you can do start doing advertising. I know that's something that I was interested in, but it's not it's not important to me. It, it hasn't come up. And it, well, it, it's come up in the back of my head, just like you said, but it's not my main focus. And when it does, like when it does come up, I'm sure we'll probably take it. But really, if if you're trying to make money off podcasting, there's select few people doing it, and it's the big ones. It's the top ten. It's the Mark Maron's. You can yeah. even look at Kevin Smith's podcast, you know, Batman on Batman and all those guys, and they'll sit there and tell you they're getting 100,000 listens each episode, and they're making $800 on advertisement. There's easier ways to make it. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we were saying before, you got to do it because you love doing it. And we're also promoting a lot of other stuff. I mean, you know, I'm writing a comic book, we're working on short films, so it's, it's a way for us to get our whole company out there and if you're doing it just as podcasting, just make sure you love doing it. And you know, it's like you know, it's like feel the dreams. If you build it, they will come. You know, if you're out there and make yourself known. It's a great movie. Who doesn't love that movie? Everybody gets involved too. So next week's podcast is Kevin Costner, but everyone knows it. There's even a podcast about people talking about the podcast that they like to listen to. So it's not like you don't have to have your own content. 
You can talk about somebody else's content still beats. Again, inception. Again, yeah. yeah, here we are, full like, circle. Like my podcast, I talk about you know new horror movies that are coming out, B movies. I love B movies, and you know controversial stuff, and you know horror, blah blah blah, and it's a lot of fun. But I also talk about my book. See, the, the book is a part of the podcast, and so my name on the show is Eddie Rotten, which is the leader of a big zombie fight club inside the book that I write. So the people, originally that, the, how the whole thing started is I started writing a stupid story on Twitter about zombie fighting and then forgot about it. Whenever I came back, there's like a thousand followers on Twitter asking me when you're gonna start writing again, you know? And so those people that were writing me the most in, in Twitter, I made them the heroes and the villains of the story and, and literally had them start sending me stuff, you know, story parts of the story that I wrote. And so they, they would put, they, you know, they email me stuff, and then they become part of the, the podcast too. So that's how I met the co-host of the show. That's how I met the publisher of my book. And it's all just one happy family. That's devious. I can't afford my own PR team, man. And that's where he gets his money is from the book. Yeah. You got to exploit your fans so as you much can, as possible. Yeah, you, you can make money in podcasts, and you get a lot more free stuff too. Like I had Zombies in wine the other day. It's a Chateau Diana, a winery out of California. So I like the wine. It's got this awesome zombie in the front. Are you promoting something right now? Well, I called him on the phone, and, and, uh, it, and he said, yeah, man, let me go. How much you get paid for this? I got free wine. <laughs> I so, so they sent me, they sent me a, a, a reserve bottle of Zombies Inn that, that they don't even sell in Texas. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so loot his house first in the zombie yeah. populace because he has zombie wine. Yeah. We got any other questions? Yes. Uh, right behind us, right here. This is what Lawyer Dan uses. We call it the Troll. It's an H1 recorder. Costs ninety nine dollars and it's portable. I built my own little rig to keep it on a tripod. It gets good quality. Again, we're outside, there's a lot of wind noise. That's why I got that windscreen for it. But you could use as simple as that for the pop pod. For the pop pod, we use a big setup. I mean, sort of big, but we have a blue microphone. We have a $300 microphone, four channel setup, MacBook, computer, you know, everything. I have whiteboards in there for topics, everything. So they could be two totally different things. I know Eddie has a pretty good setup at home as well and a travel one. So. This is the travel I have. It's an H4N, and I'm recording you right now. <laughs> so this this is like $2.99, I think, uh, on, on Amazon. You can get it for cheaper on Craigslist, probably. But it's got great sound. It sounds really almost identical. That, so the, that's the cheaper version. It's the step this. above it. It has XLR imports, so you can actually plug microphones into it. And stuff. Yeah, so that whenever people call me in, I actually do, I don't know if anybody's familiar with George Norrie or something, you know, coast to coast. Well, I take phone calls, and so I'll plug in one line to here, and then the other line to my to my phone, and so I'll set this down. I'll set my phone down right next to it, just like this, and so I'll talk to the person, and I'll have uh, my headphones plugged in so I can hear them talking, and then separately I have my microphone plugged into my laptop, so my, my laptop is recording when I'm standing in the microphone, but they can still hear me. So my voice isn't actually literally being recorded in here. It's only their phone call. So you can hear the phone dialing, you can hear them laughing, and it's not real staticky because it's got, you can have mono stereo or mono, you know, sound, however you want it. Is that um, I'm sorry? What is the maker here? Rose? Zoom? Yeah, this is a Zoom, handy recorder H4N. 
And Rode, that, Rode, makes, Rode makes a lot of the mics like this. Right. And that's what we, we use in marketing, that's what we, we use. Yeah, so I got, this was sent to me from a DJ in Salt Lake that they literally use like on Channel 4 News. So whenever they go out, they, they don't have the setup that they need or the, you know, the, the equipment band doesn't make it or whatever. They each have an H4N that they go out and record with. And so you'll see these on, on TV all the time, or you'll see those. Those are real handy too. So, editing software? I use, a, I use Adobe software, it's the audition software, which yeah, is good. That depends on your budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike, what do you use? <laughs> I use Adobe also. <laughs> <laughs> the one I use is free. Yeah. yeah. So I literally downloaded it, and then I could put in widgets into that software that are also free for editing. And so it, it's 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 awesome. It's an audition, right? No, it's uh, audacity. 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 Sorry, it's audacity. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, that one's awesome, just because it's a community that has made these widgets. So it's people that are passionate about it as well are, are doing everything they can to help you make your product better. I got the always great. I got the Adobe because I'm also doing uh, some film editing, so I got the whole Premiere Studio package, and it came with the audition. Which and I waited. I only have CS5. They have CS7. I think already out. It cost me like 800 bucks for the whole package. Yeah, I know. And I'm I'm avoiding the cloud. Right. <laughs> I don't want my pictures stolen. It depends on your budget. You can have something really, you know, on the bottom end. It's, it's not like bottom end. You know, you can use Cakewalk or you can use GarageBand, which is free with yeah. Apple. You go all the way up to Pro Tools, which is I don't know, eight grand or nine yeah. grand or something. Yeah. But uh, who's got nine grand to spend on a program? Come on, man. So when your free product does the exact same thing as the yeah, eight grand protos, go for the free stuff. And if you want a big voice and you can't afford like the software to do it, just put your word, put, double your tracks. You know, you can have a big track. That's how Ozzy Osbourne did it. You know, a lot of the other great DJs have done it. Howard Stern did it. You take one track, you record one track, and then it's not big enough. If your music is too loud, put another track on there because it's all the same audio. It just sounds bigger. There's plenty of free tricks to get around paying a, a small college tuition for yeah. uh, <laughs> some audio equipment. I do video a lot, so the soundtracks are some voiceovers, and I can't force somebody to get on the show every Right. I was up in park one night, and I thought, okay, I'm going to record this two minutes, and I'm set, and a truck kept passing. If all you hear is talking about when you're recording ambient noises, you know, when you're recording ambient noises behind you in the area, that's one thing that gets involved a lot with lawyer in hand because we are outside and it becomes very, you're very conscious of it. So we're looking, okay, we should record behind this building. We recorded with an Eddie and we're literally behind a, dump, a dumpster when we record it just to avoid wind and, you know, so... Sure, to avoid wind. Exactly, yeah, exactly. The day, it's what it is, it's a day cat. <laughs> Good eye. But you know what, people listen to podcasting for that. You know, people people go out of their way to not listen to radio because in radio, you hear a vacuum with somebody's voice and you also hear the little hair blowing around on their nostril. And you hear every time they swallow because they're using a $1,200 microphone. Podcasting is a whole new thing because it's more human. It brings it brings people's humanity out and makes them want to hear somebody just like them. So they don't mind the passing bus so much. And people are also used to listening to a little tiny speaker thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Our listening ability is sucking. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
your, your sorry, clear channel stuff is, is <laughs> your clear channel stuff is state of the art, you know, hospitals and, and these podcasts are civil war surgery. So it's it's gritty and it's nasty, but it's memorable. You remember exactly how you lost that limb. Yeah. Uh, we got any other questions about podcasting? Any other uh, things that popped up throughout the night? Is anybody actually has anybody actually on the panel monetized and is actually making money? Actually, podcasts, not not virtual projects, but not only just on the podcast in general. For us, a lot of it that wasn't our goal. Our goal, we we do multiple things. Podcasting is one of them. If we happen to make money on it, that's always kosher. Yeah. But the big thing is is doing what you love. And again, if you get paid for it eventually. That's the ideal profession for literally everybody in the world. Yeah. No matter what you're doing. It's, it's an yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're making music, if you're acting, if you're uh, doing electronics work, if you're a computer programmer, whatever it is that you're doing, you end up making money for what you like doing, not getting a job and then eventually liking it. Even if that's podcasting that starts you out and you start getting, you know, money for that and endorsements or free stuff. I mean, we, we've all been hooked up with some, yeah. Yeah. some free We don't go to Starbucks. So we use that all that money that people spend on Starbucks. Yeah, yeah we, 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 we blow it on this. We blow yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. We all have mansions. Stuff, man. all so passionate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, passionate about it. And, 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 and just like getting payback for anything that you love to do, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's going to take a while. You have to stay in it. And not that it's going to be terrible at the beginning. It's just going to be rough, and you you got to stay with it. I mean, you guys, how long have you guys have been doing this? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Two for us. We've been doing two years. We're the newest one we've been doing, what, we think like eight months now? Almost so a year. Any sign of giving that information? I was originally on the podcast and then schedules got mixed up and I couldn't be on it anymore. So I said, screw you guys, I'm going to start my own podcast. <laughs> Take care of business. <laughs> you succeeded. <laughs> yeah, succeeded. It's, like having, it's like having a motorcycle or, or having that, that thing that just you just love to do. Girlfriend. A girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you just love it. You know? so, so much maintenance. You get down to record, and when you finish recording, you put all the things together. It's like building Legos on your screen, you know? And you get done with it, you're like, man, I totally just did that all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is cool to me. When you put all that work into it and to hear it on the radio and to hear it on iTunes, I mean, it's a cool it's a cool feeling having it on there, you know? And that's, that's one thing I guess no one has really asked yet, but where your content is and how people can access it. It's important. Make sure it's everywhere. iTunes, Mizio, Blueberry, you know, get it to where it's coming up in Pod Bay. All these things. Put your put your RSS feed out there and make sure you have an RSS feed. To do that, we use Libsyn as a company we signed up for. It's you know, you can get it as cheap as what, eight bucks a month? Eight bucks a month. And you get, you know, you get so much bandwidth, whatever they call it, I'm not a technical guy. And then uh, you know, we went up to forty and you know, we can do as much as we want. Now, what do you, what do you, what do you SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. SoundCloud. And uh, the guy that, the, the co-host in UK, he just had a baby, or his wife just had a baby. And so he, I didn't, I didn't tell you this, babe. This is my wife right here. She has all the graphic design and all that. So she puts up with all this BS. 
But I, I didn't even tell you that he he's like totally out to quit completely. And so I'm I have to pay for the SoundCloud account now. And I'm just telling you that now. <laughs> so he doesn't get in trouble. He's doing it for everybody. He's pretty much saying you don't have rent for this month. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes, man. Like so, my co-host lived in the UK, you know, because originally he was a fan of the story on Twitter and said, "Man, you got great content. You should have a show." So I said, "Well, I need a co-host." So he became co-host of the show. We would do Skype. Calls and stuff like that, and so now he's not paying forty dollars a month. And and be honest, I think I've been again what we've talked about the whole time throughout this podcast, enjoying what you do. Mike, you want to introduce your your wife here? She sticks with it through thick and thin. She's like she's another host on Water Dan, and she's how many months pregnant right now? Six, seven months pregnant, and still goes and records with us in out the in the rain behind dumpsters and stuff. So you gotta love what you're doing. That's the biggest thing I'm getting from. It's his wife. It's not my wife. Thank you. Yes. Lipson. Lipson. L I B S Y N. And they're really good. I I love them. And they L I B S N. L I. Yes, We should settle this with a fight. He's like, that's what I said. A fight with wits. Auto credit will fix it, sure. But uh, I love them, and the awesome part about them is like they actually make our RSS feed for us and an audio player for us on our website. You can use that audio player, embed it, embed it anywhere you want. So if you want to put it on somebody's Twitter, somebody's Facebook, if you want to put it on another website, anywhere you can do it. I like I like to apologize to everybody. I was incorrect. It is L I B S Y N. I apologize. <laughs> uh, do we have any more T-shirts to give away before we uh, we have a bag? We had what? We had two other people that asked questions that didn't get bags. Raise your hand if you asked a question and didn't get something. In back there. Anybody have any questions that haven't been asked? All right, let's do it. Uh, in the very beginning, is it better to put out a lot of content, like quality over quantity, or do you think it's better to hold the back before you really start pushing stuff out? Do as many as you can. Yeah, and you'll you'll hone and do it as you many as you can. Here's the big thing: you you want to perfect what your podcast is going to be. So you want to do as many as you can, figure out what you're going to be, and then go from there. And, and that's the best advice I can get, like, get for at least that. And if you wanted to, you, mean you could just practice with friends and not release them, but record them and see what you like doing, what your style is. You know, maybe you want to do it one way or another way, and you try them both, and then see which one's better, and then stick with that, stick with that method. And then that way you'll realize maybe the first, you know, five or six have dead air, you didn't know how to fill the time, and then number seven is when you start hitting your marks and going through the pace of it all. And it's like, okay, that's where we nailed it. Nobody needs to see one through six, that was practice. And then you repeat all the stuff from that content and get into it. And yes, ma'am, you had another question up here. Yeah, do you guys have to do any sort of licensing for if you set up shows or music on your To use uh, uh, trademark clips or anything like that? Uh, I believe so. You can't yes. use any copyrighted information. Yeah, you can't use any copyrighted information, especially if you, a lot of people sell their podcasts. So if you are selling it, you cannot. Uh, I know David. David has a trick where he'll mix multiple things into a sound, like so it's not, it doesn't sound the same, but you can kind of hear hints of certain songs. The trick is I don't care, and so 
it was pretty much if you don't make money on it, they can't really see you. There was a big thing. I don't know who followed, who how many people actually followed the podcast situation, but Adam Carolla was sued recently by companies because he was using content, and he won the battle because he's not making enough money, and he's the best. He's the biggest podcast in the world right now. He's not even making enough money. He's not even making enough money to be sued by companies. So there's there's now. I don't, I don't know the whole legal thing, but there's now a you know a clause to where you can't sue podcasts because they don't make enough money. And Vinceville. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we are invisible. But there's plenty of uh, public domain material in the yeah. Hall of Mountain yeah. King and Bart Green. That's a great song. You can use that anytime as much as you want. Uh, for he's a jolly good fellow. Yeah. All sorts of fun stuff. Uh, we're about to wrap up. We got any questions remaining? Uh, anything left? Any questions? Yes, sir. Yes, so we have an app that's going to be coming out as well. One of the things that we wanted to do is we have our podcast where you can access on iTunes, the app, and all these other things, but occasionally, once a month, we want to release comedy shorts on the app that are just video. So that's what we want. I don't think we're going to have like an hour-long, you know, video podcast, you know, video cast. I think that's something that we're not really interested in. I, I, I've never done it. You know, I, you've probably done that, haven't you? A little bit, but, but, but more importantly is having links, from, you know, branching it out, like you were saying earlier, linking everything from Twitter to Facebook to start buying to yeah. your podcast. And, and you, you mentioned all those things on the podcast. You say, okay, we have new video shorts every week. You know, we do the podcast in addition to, you know, a video, a clip, something, an interview with so-and-so, and we have these new tweets, check out these vines. Mention it all within each other, make it as, you know, interlinked as possible, because that way you've got that, you know, recognizable feature, uh, and you go, okay, here's our Twitter, here's our Facebook, it's all the same name, it's all the same account, it all makes sense. Final comments, anything to wrap it all up? I mean, that's pretty much it, I think that'll do it all Right on. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Uh, we're here with Melty Zombie Podcast. Check out the right out. next to all the Vine kids. Who can't get Table 1214. 1214. We'll see you down there. Thanks so much. If Thank anybody you, wants that information about the Zombie Life Podcast, I'm going to listen to whatever. I've got business uh, cards and a couple posters over here. It's my awesome sign stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a Next week on Loitering And. We're here with another episode of Loitering And, and we're here with another good friend of ours we just made over the weekend here at Comic-Con, Daniel. Say what's up, Daniel. Hey, what's up, guys? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel is an artist. You make metal sculptures. We've recently learned this is probably going to be like your last convention. Yeah, I'm going back to the corporate You're going world. Blue. to sell out. Make real money. <laughs> Sleep in a real bed, not in a rapist bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you want to do drama? Oh, okay, what's drama? Well, you can act. I was like, that sounds like fun. We did um, uh, Diaries of Anne Frank. I was the head <laughs> cussing the whole time. So anyway, she's like, <laughs> you know that shit? So how famous was David Hasselhoff? <laughs> he was like the No, guy. seriously, David Hasselhoff was big. And I can remember myself dancing as a little kid to uh, I've Been Looking for Freedom. I mean, it's just, that's, that's, I've Which, been looking for freedom. <laughs> I've been looking for love. That's going to be it right there.
Loitering and.